0: Here's here's the man, possibly the next senator, United States senator from the state of New York, Joe Pinion. Uh, Joe has been uh, a political consultant for many years. He ran for office uh, in Westchester, did a very, very good job, uh, almost shocked the Democrat establishment up there. Joe Pinion? Welcome to the studio, and you are exactly on time. Good to be here, my friend. My, You know, just uh, to be on time is to be late. To be late
1: is to be forgotten. So we don't want to be forgotten in this race. We want to make sure people know they've got a chance to have a choice for the first time in 24 years against Chuck Schumer.
0: Amen, amen. So, uh, all right, listen, I could go on and on and on with my grievances about Chuck Schumer. But, listen, in politics, you got to make the case against an incumbent. And you got to make the case first against the guy who's there. So what's wrong with Chuck? I mean, the reality is that Chuck Schumer
1: doesn't work for the 19 million people that call New York home. Uh, he works for the special interest, the 1%. Uh, this is a man who, at the height of his powers in 2009, got 15% of every single donation Wall Street gave to the United States Senate. One man got all of that money. So on some basic level, uh you always say follow the money. Uh, the money says that there's a reason why we lead the nation out with migration. There's a reason why uh, a working-class state filled with working-class people has not nearly enough working-class opportunities needs, it's because Chuck Schumer uh, no longer prioritizes the needs of the common man, and the common man in New York is floundering.
0: Yes. And uh, not only that, Chuck is just a nasty guy, isn't he? <laughs> Have you ever met him? Now, look, I, I've had the uh, the misfortune
1: of running into Chuck along the way. As people know, he does what he calls the full Schumer. He goes to all 62 counties every year for the last 24 years. Uh, but he fails to recognize that the barns have gotten a little bleaker. The roads have gotten a little more weary. And the people that call these towns home no longer have the hope and the opportunity they deserve. And so when you look at a place like New York City, uh, where we've seen shootings go up 90 percent, homicide go up 30 uh, percent, 2021 becoming the deadliest year to wear a badge in the history of America because the three most dangerous words in modern politics defund police all while Chuck Schumer puts his head in the sand says nothing um, allows children of politics like AOC to run around the countryside endangering the people that call this country home call this city home uh, we need leadership that first and foremost uh, make sure that they know uh, that the priority and safety and security of all these people that call New York home uh, has to be of the utmost importance
0: alright so we know he stinks we established that now to you got to replace as they told me you got to you can't replace something with nothing so we got to build up Joe Pinion because let's face it not everybody knows your name although my viewers do you were on Newsmax quite a bit you were a Newsmax contributor you also hosted a show on Newsmax so give us the 411 On Joe Pinion, you know, who are you? Where do you come from?
1: What do you stand for, Joe? Well, look, as you mentioned, I had the good fortune of being the host of Saturday Agenda on Newsmax. In many ways, the opportunity of a lifetime Remain eternally grateful to Mr. Ruddy uh, for that opportunity to be beamed into the homes of so many patriots at a time. Uh, when people were truly looking for independent media sources they could trust. Um, but as I told my mother and as I told so many people, there are some things in life are uh, more terrifying than not having your own TV show. It's called not having a country. Um, when we find ourselves with leadership, uh, that thinks it's okay to leave Americans stranded on the ground in Afghanistan, thinks it's okay that 60% of the children that attend our public schools here in New York do not read at a proficient level, thinks it's okay uh, that one out of three black children that call this state home live in poverty, think it's okay uh, to put parents on a terrorist watch list simply for saying they do not want to be told uh, that Jimmy and Timmy uh, are concerned that the only way Jamal can succeed in life is for them to quite literally throw themselves off the jungle gym. Uh, So these are the things that I think that we have to be focused on, making sure that we prioritize the concerns of parents, making sure that we prioritize the needs of our children, making sure that we can have seniors that know they can live out their last days in peace. Not so many like my own grandmother who lost her life, took her last breaths alone in a nursing home uh, due to mandatory policies as a result of COVID
0: that had no real basis in the science they claim to uphold. Wow. Hey, let me get your take on this transgender craze. Uh, You alluded to CRT a moment ago tonight. Mayor Adams, he's lighting up City Hall, uh, other municipal buildings in blue, pink, uh, white, and whatever other colors uh, transgender likes uh, for Transgender Awareness Day. Uh, It seems to me like we've totally flew the coop on this issue. Why do you think that's happening and why? Why, Well, why do you think that's happening? Uh, Look,
1: I I think on some basic level, everyone should have the right to be recognized. There's no problem with that. I think we all – um, enjoy uh, having our cultures, our norms being recognized. I think the problem is uh, when we feel as if the only way for some people uh, to gain recognition, to gain distinction, is to take away from other people. We see this uh, when you have somebody nominated for the United States Supreme Court in many ways to affirm uh, the struggles and also the love uh, that black women have dedicated to this country, uh, not even able to define what a woman is. Uh, when you have somebody on the Supreme Court who is being told uh, that, yes, uh, perhaps maybe I would consider uh, a Latino like Ted Cruz uh, deciding on a Tuesday that he wants to be Asian and thus receive protections under the law as an Asian. Uh, words have to have meanings. Uh, and so I think that this notion that we can be a more inclusive society also has to be rooted in the in some basic facts. And I think those are things that most Americans uh, understand and most Americans want to see happen, that people can have a certain sense of independence, but also we have to be able to call this spade the spade and to say what is true and what is not.
0: All right, so Joe Pinion, uh, how can Paul help you? It's a, uh, look, let's face it, it's tough knocking off an incumbent, and this guy has been taking care of the fat cats on Wall Street for a long time. The fat cats want to take care of him. Party aside, you know, these guys uh, sometimes, you know, they know where their bread is buttered, so, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough fight. I know people out there are sick of Chuck Schumer. They want to help you, especially over the past couple of years. The guy went totally Trump derangement syndrome crazy. And, oh, by the way, it looks like AOC owns him. He's gone way to the left. So – how can folks help?
1: Well, look, they can go to joepinion.com. Help us spread the word for those, uh, officers who lost their life or, and the family members who are left behind or for those, uh, who support law enforcement. Uh, help us knock on doors. Help us send this, knock the seven million doors to send Chuck Schumer packet. Uh, for the nurses out there who lost their lives due to these mandates, heroes a year ago, uh, zeros today because of policies that say that not only should they not be allowed to work, but they shouldn't even be allowed to collect unemployment benefits. Come knock on doors. All of these things, uh, come help help us build that uncommon coalition. It says whether you're left of Bernie, whether you're right of Donald Trump, Chuck Schumer is the face of much that has gone wrong in American society today. Uh, He is the architect for all the pain that people are experiencing on Main Street, the rising cost of the rotisserie chicken. So uh, go to JoePinion.com. We can make sure that we can get the job done in this election.
0: Pinion, P-I-N-I-O-N, by the way, Pinion, JoePinion.com. Joe, where did you grow up? I'm a Yonkers
1: boy, born and raised, so a city of Hills, nothing on the
0: level as they say, but
1: again Yonkers right outside of New York, third largest city uh in this state. And like many places again, a place where people bought a bought a house to make a home, and yet those homes become more difficult to maintain uh, when the wages are not keeping up with the cost of living, uh when the taxes are in many ways are going out of control, the salt deductions that the most powerful man in the United States Senate, Chuck Schumer, can't even seem to bring back home, all while he pretends to bring home the bacon, and bacon has become a luxury item, the caviar of livestock uh now for the pig. So uh this is what's happening here at home and I want to make sure that we get people some principal leadership in D.C. again.
0: You mean that again about the caviar? Wait, what What was that? Tell, oh, say yeah, that one I more time. I,
1: I think the reality is, look, you look at the cost of uh, of, of bacon, you look at the cost of ham. Uh, when the feed for the pigs goes up, so does the cost of the bacon. And so we really are living in a world today where you used to go to the diner uh, or to go to the restaurant, you have to pay the market price for the lobster. And uh, now you go to the local diner, you have to pay market price for the chicken wings. Uh, that is what's happening right now. Food costs. Eighty-seven percent of New Yorkers say they're most concerned about the rising cost of food. And it's simply because of the fact that we have leaders that printed money like drunken sailors to deal with a virus of foreign origin from China, for which we've yet to hold that nation accountable. So all of these things are connected. Uh, the disaster we see with Ukraine and Russia, the first war of expansion arguably in 80 years uh, because we decided to play Russian roulette with the Russians as if they didn't invent the game. Uh, this is the type <laughs> of lunacy that we're dealing with here with people like Joe Biden, people like Chuck Schumer, who say nothing, do nothing, why our security is imperiled abroad and here at home on the southern border as well. Where fentanyl now, the leading cause of death for everyone age 18 to 45, because Chinese cartels have teamed up with Mexican cartels to bring death and decay to the doorsteps of urban mothers and suburban mothers alike.
0: It was about two years ago, Donald Trump uh, obviously was running for president right. and Joe Biden was a candidate as well. And well, he's running for re-election, Donald Trump was. And Joe Biden was being interviewed by Charlemagne to God. Remember that? <laughs> I do. And Charlemagne is a very popular um, radio personality slash DJ, extremely successful. I wasn't that aware of him, quite frankly, at the time. Right. And uh, he happens to be black. And Joe Biden said you – know, he was asking some pretty good, you know, rather challenging questions, a little bit of pushback from Charlemagne. And Joe Biden said to him, "If you don't know if you're voting for – me or Trump, then you ain't black. And I thought it was probably it was the definition of racism, quite frankly. Right. Um You happen to be a man of color, you happen to be conservative. Um is the bigotry we saw from Joe Biden something that you have to confront? Certainly. I mean, I
1: think it's something that you've always had to confront as a person uh, of color who is a conservative in this country. But I think, again, George W. Bush uh, talked about the soft bigotry of low expectations. Uh, we have the uh, the tacit bigotry of the political left. Uh, when you have all these individuals that feel very comfortable uh, talking about white privilege while at the same time taking the privilege to tell me that there's only one way to be a black man in America, only one way to be a woman in America, only one way uh, to be anybody in America, and it's their way or the highway. Uh, I think it's fundamentally wrong. And so again, if we're going to uh, cry about the two children running together, one child black, one child white, uh, hugging on YouTube, uh, then we should understand that we cannot build that world that we seek by actually trying to have those young children who don't see race become more conscious of how they look and not how they feel about the person staring back at them on the other side of the sidewalk.
0: I want to play a quick soundbite. This is from the Disney General Entertainment president. Her name is Carrie Burke. Disney is having a nervous breakdown because the boss of the company did not come out against the uh, parental rights bill, which critics call the don't say gay bill, which is a lie, by the way. They wanted the boss, the CEO, to come out against it earlier, harder. So there's all kinds of upheaval there. Listen to how she talks. And I want to see if you've ever heard anything like this. And I'll say right now, I have not. I have never heard anyone talk like this. But here she goes. Her name is Carrie Burke. She's in her mid-50s. She's got a big job at Disney. And this is what she does to keep it cut 25 I'm here as a mother of of two queer children, actually, Um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child. Uh, I just—it was jaw-dropping virtue signaling, and kind of like it was something you said. Maybe, maybe think of it like they are trying to cling to power, and they'll do whatever it takes including sending signals. They don't care about these issues. They'll let others deal with it. They just want power.
1: Well, look, I mean, to be clear, the president tells Charlemagne, the God, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Uh, look, to be clear, I think all black people want what most people want uh, to feel safe in their own skin. What, uh, you know, Dr. King told all we want, all we ask of America is to be true to what you said on paper. Well, look. Uh, one out of three black children in New York state living in poverty is not being true to what we said on paper in the Bronx. Three out of five black children live in poverty and despair. Uh, these are cities that are run end to end by Democratic policy, pol- politicians that have implemented policies that are the bedrock of the liberal movement. And they have not yielded the results that black people look. You go down to Baltimore, 70 percent of the children. In high school, in Baltimore, read at an elementary school level. That is child abuse, Abuse, any way you slice it, right? In public housing here in New York State, well, in New York City in particular, $40 billion in the rears. At the height of this insanity, 40,000 elevators in NYCHA housing did not work. So wow. that is despair funded by our government, uh, and that's why we have to do better than Chuck Schumer.
0: Joe Pinion. Joe Pinion is your man. We can shock the world. Go to joepinion.com. He's running for the U.S. Senate in New York against Chuck Schumer. That's Joe Pinion, P I N I O N.com. Joe Pinion. Thank you. Appreciate you, my friend. All and right. find us on Facebook as well.
1: <laughs> All right. Awesome.
0: Be right back.